This is iUniverse Radio, brought to you by iUniverse, the leading book marketing, editorial services, and supported self-publishing company. iUniverse Radio is your opportunity to hear firsthand from authors about their new books. It's an in-depth discussion about the author's passion about the development of his or her story in their own words. It's an inside look into the characters and the plot and how the story all came together. Here is iUniverse Radio. Greetings from iUniverse. This is Jay Douglas Barker. The book is an intriguing title, one that could be considered confrontational. Someone needs to tell the truth. And joining me is the author who joins me from New Jersey, Michael J. Hall. Welcome, Michael. From Connecticut. Oh, you're in Connecticut. You used to be in New Jersey, right? Yes. Ah. Yes. I knew my mind was uh, not playing too many tricks with me because at one point in my life when I was much, much, much younger, I uh, considered uh, moving to New Jersey to do some, uh, do a job, let's say. <laughs> let's put it that way. To well, work. natively, I'm from New Jersey. Ah. Congr- so you're correct, which is on the, on my, it's because it's written in my book, is where I, I was born. So you are, you are correct. Mike, why did you leave New Jersey? We left during the riots. It was the Martin Luther King era. There was Martin Luther King. There was John F. Kennedy. And, of course, the, uh, the, his brother was assassinated Bobby, at, at yes. that period. And Newark, there was a lot of rioting going on in Newark at that time. Congratulations on getting out of there. <laughs> it's a great state. just has some issues here and there, as, as most of the states do. I'm in Texas and originally from Canada, and Canada right now, from my perspective, is uh, falling off the edge of the uh, flat earth. Uh, your book is uh, certainly, again, a very interesting uh, title. And in perusing it and looking at it, it's almost like um, Michael says, I'm having a conversation with myself, and I'm going to write it down, and I'm going to share it with the universe. Tell me a little bit about the book. You have a, uh, I would say, a very balanced and even a politically conservative approach. You support the police and other traditional pillars of society, including faith. And as a young black man growing up in the 60s and 70s, which were very turbulent, you are able to weave that cultural heritage and those perspectives into your work. Mike, how would you describe your goal in writing this? Tell the truth about what's going on in our society, in our government, amongst our citizens. And the idea is to to get people grounded again, get back to the basics, get back to morality. A tough subject, truth, a very complicated area, but you do it well. And you can always find opinions, but not necessarily find the foundation of truth. Well, you want to hear something interesting. Yes. Uh, about truth is, in, my, in the last article that I wrote and placed on Facebook, and, and of course, uh, LinkedIn, is interesting. It talks about the mathematician. Now, when you talk about truth, you're talking about what is actually scientific. So people have different concepts, different levels of understanding of what the truth is. But what's so interesting about the mathematician, whether he's a mathematician in California, New York City, Mexico, Ohio, if you give them a problem to solve, they would all come up with the same solution. Hmm. Am I correct? Yes, sir. There is universal. That's what truth is. You know, you hear people talk about, they give their sense of what they consider to be is right. But we do have to be careful, don't we? Because as a teacher in a classroom, an individual doesn't walk into the classroom and tell the teacher 
from their personal experience what they think the principles, the rules of law, the laws of mathematics are, and think they're going to pass the course. It doesn't work that way. It depends on the school, I think. Well, the point is, is that uh, if your grades aren't up, you're not getting into Harvard. <laughs> True. I tell people, this is uh, one of the things that I bring out, I think, in the book about belief. People say they believe, but it's interesting, the difference between belief and understanding is so important, because belief, someone can approach, let's get back to the mathematician, the mathematician with the belief that one in one is a thousand, and they are completely convinced, and they're condition of their life, their lifestyle, their situation confirms their belief. Now, as the mathematician, as a teacher, before I would talk about the principles, the rules, the laws of mathematics, I would say to that individual, your experience is subjective. There's a certain mental state that can go into a barn and make a glorious mansion out of it. Then there's a mentality to go into that same or can go into a beautiful home and make a barn out of it and consider it natural, mm-hmm. normal. This is the thing that is so interesting, is this is that even though it's the reality to that mentality, the difference is, is it's not scientific. That's the difference. So when you talk about truth, you're talking about actuality. It has nothing to do with anyone's opinion. Mm-hmm. Right? That's right. It's universal. Michael, you've been an observer of what's happening in our culture as far as defunding the police and other cancel things that are happening. How do you approach that? Well, let's put it this way. This is what I wrote in this last article, which I think you'll find interesting, which sums it up. If our politicians on both sides of the political aisles honestly understood the importance of their demeanor regarding the scientific facts more so than polls and popularity. The result would be that the government would express a great prominence of integrity and amass considerable compliments in this country. Absolutely. You're dealing with very complicated subject matter and also because of your history and your work experience and observational experience, dealing with this in a way that's very practical. Current culture is very complicated for young people. How do you get them to realize there are different approaches that may be more honest and uh, maybe get them to reevaluate some of their uh, life philosophies? Interesting. I talked to someone recently at the uh, store, and we were talking about this, and this kid had just gotten out of college. He majored in psychology. But just uh, what I was just talking about, the fact is that to get them grounded where the kids are concerned is that the complexity of the problems that are going on in our world today has everything to do with the mental state of our country and the world. Yes. We have become more atheistic, Mm -hmm. more materialistic. One of the things that I wrote in that same article about this is very interesting. I think you'll find interesting. I'm going to read it. Friends, what is so great about the truth is that it proves itself. When we follow the rules, one thing, one does not have to prove to anyone that one plus one equals two. It proves itself. The same principle applies to error and evil, illiteracy. They prove themselves. This is the consequence of the law of cause and effect. Mm-hmm. You see, is to bring it full circle. 
because the proof is in the pudding. You don't have to prove any, anything to anyone. What the world needs is our examples. It proves itself. And, and speaking with the kids, it's nice to get them to ask questions, to get them to think. The time for thinkers has come. Logical, deductive reasoning out from the truth, because it adds up. Because the extent of the problems, or the boundary of the problems in our world today is the extent of illiteracy in all different areas. The main area, which is the truth. Very, very complex, but well thought a subject matter. You have done this in 50 pages, which again is an accomplishment. Michael, how long did it take to complete this and get it to a stage or to a state that you were comfortable in sharing it with the world? I would say six months. However, I've thought about it longer for a long time. But to compose, to write the book was about six months. And in recapping the title significance, what is it you want to accomplish in sharing this with the reader? It's to get people grounded again. My book encourages people to get back to their religions, to find out for themselves, soul-searching, to get grounded again is basically what the book's purpose is, is to get people, uh, not to sound redundant, back to God. Very important for oh, absolutely, yeah. the foundations of our personal life and even the foundation of this nation was based on a faith principle. It's certainly an aspect of life that people should not be afraid of or even run from. No. In fact, in the book, it brings out, as I pointed out in our last interview, a quoting from John F. Kennedy where he said, it's not what your country can do for you. It's what, you, what we should be doing for our country. That's not the, the exact quote, but we all know it. Yes. Because yeah. we all, God gives us all a gift, and it, it makes a difference in the world. And if we are guided by our Heavenly Father, of course, then it's successful. But we tend to let ourselves get in the way, and it clouds uh, the truth, and then things get a little bit difficult. One way you describe life is you can't use mud to wash mud off of a car. What is that all about? Well, very interesting. The solution to, or the antidote in the other direction, you can't use darkness to, darkness does not produce light, and light does not cultivate darkness. That's why the truth is so potent, it has no affinity with the error. The mistakes made in math is interesting, a delusion, because there aren't any mistakes in the science of math. But to the individual that, that's illiterate in that area, the mistakes are real. So that's delusional. So it's not real. It's interesting that I wrote in, in that same paper about the, this thing about uh, why we shouldn't be afraid of adversity. I wrote, I'm going to share this with you. Yes. There was a question whether the mathematician, if everyone in the whole galaxy believed that one and one equals 2,000, and there, with the exception of one individual, the mathematician, who understood it to be two, who would succeed? And most of the people that I talked to thought that the ones that thought it was a 2,000 would succeed. Hmm. So I was really a very interesting conversation. These are people who were gone, uh, well-educated. But this is what I wrote in response to that. But then I wrote the correct answer is both parties will succeed. Hmm. The difference is this, ostensibly. They will accomplish success from two different stances. The mathematician's proficiency, on account of his understanding, is scientific. He will be successful. His knowledge is harmonious. His actions are prosperous. 
His courage is solid conviction. Henceforth, the impact of truth subjectively. The individuals that believe that one plus one equals 2,000, this attitude is the prestige of personal principles. This grade of understanding cultivates success in error. Scientifically speaking, the conviction that one plus one equals 2,000 is not math, is not the science of mathematics. Henceforth, not true, consequently, not real. This is the scientific reason that we need not be intimidated or afraid of adversity. The belief that it is true accounts for the delusion, discord, fear, hatred, corruption, conflict, and dismay in the galaxy. This, your 50-page book, which deals with some very provocative topics, including answers on political, racial, religious, and constitutional issues in the communities. This in 50 pages, and it even touches on things and events happening in the world today. The title of the book, again, is Someone Needs to Tell the Truth, and my guest author, Michael J. Hall. Michael, is there a follow-up book in the near future? Eventually, because I'm expounding upon this book on the website, on different blogs and poems and everything else, so uh, eventually, but right now, the subject is uh, so tremendous. I, I hope to to uh, have a follow-up. I'm sure you will. Where can they get a copy of this, Michael, and also get in contact with you through websites and uh, personal media? It's www.bookbymichaelhall.com. Excellent. And listeners, you can also find this book on Amazon and other major retailers or requesting it by name from your local bookseller. Absolutely. Fabulous, Michael. Thank you for sharing your insight into some great ideas that may stabilize our communities and our personal lives through this book, Someone Needs to Tell the Truth. Michael, thank you for sharing your background and the history behind how this book was written. Oh, it's my pleasure. For iUniverse, this is J. Douglas Barker. iUniverse Radio is brought to you by iUniverse, the leading book marketing, editorial services, and supported self-publishing company. iUniverse Radio is produced by TogiNet Radio. Radio with a cutting edge.